cafe anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. This is the Super Secret Sunday Show, which I have not done in a while, and I am back. I'm back in the saddle again. To quote Steven Tyler, "Hello." Uh, yes, that was also some country cowboy crooner guy back in the fifties. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast, FFF episode one thousand five hundred and sixty-seven. Mike's Daily Podcast. Broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, we hear from Mike's Daily Podcast. Madam Ruta Vega Valentino and Bison Bentley. And there's so much for you to learn about, incidentally, like the thing about the Olympics. And I have to say, I am. Not finding any words that rhyme with Olympics in my head. Damn it. Mike's Daily Podcast. The Simpics, Tempic, Ahempics, Relympics. Mike's Gimpics. Daily. No, that's not one. Podcast. Oh, well. It was a fail. Yeah. A lyric fail per usual. Hey, that was the name of the last show is usual. What will be the name of this one? I don't know. But I'm happy that I saw on Instagram my friend Sylvia, who is in Portugal, posted something. Oh, look who just walked in. Hello, my and happy secret Sunday to you. Thank you. Yes. I can't believe it's super, super secret Sunday. And yeah, we have this. What else is happening? Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we're happy to be here today at the happiest place on it. Cafe anyway. Day. Yes, the last place on earth. The happiest place on earth. Something like that. And I know this thing's going to pop up and ask me to, for the podcast picture. Which, of course, as I, as usual, I haven't found it yet. I need to be on top of these things. But then again, I don't need to be that hard on myself, do I? Hey, so... Okay, I did want to bring something up. Here's today's podcast picture. I'm not going to post a picture of my mom's late great boyfriend, Mike, who passed away last month. But Mike said something. I just, I have to repeat it. So we were having dinner. This was in September, last time I saw him. And he said something to the effect of, oh my gosh, the liberals. Because he, he, of course, being conservative. He said, and my mom's very conservative. That's what, that's what they connected on so much. He goes, hey, the turtles. Why here in Florida we have to protect the stupid turtles? Oh, hey, Basil. Basil loves turtles. I don't think he's ever met a turtle. He's met a lizard. He's met those type of reptiles. But he goes, yeah, why do we spend all this money protecting turtles? I used to eat turtle soup. It was delicious. And my mom goes, oh, yeah, turtle soup was so good. And Mike was, yeah, yeah, turtle soup is delicious. And they went on and on about turtle soup. And I'm saying, okay, yeah, I just played... 
I was just in their world, so I just enjoyed. I enjoyed Mike. I enjoyed my mom. I enjoyed Florida. I enjoyed their conservative little world they live in. But then I get back home to the Bay Area, to liberal land, and I'm like, wait a minute. So what you're saying is, we should go ahead and eat this very rare turtle to the point of extinction so that my grandkids, which I will never have because I never have a date with a woman because I have these issues with dating women right now because I've had so many relationships go belly up. And we can go into that in a moment because that kept me up last night thanks to the wonderful coffee I was drinking at KKIQ. Uh, yesterday, and that's why I'm recording this show today. I am here at 6 a.m. I had to go to bed super early, which I did not do because my dog, Basil the Boxer, lovingly woke me up every five minutes last night. So here's my point is you're saying you're going to eat the last turtle and your grandkids will never, ever, ever get to see that turtle. Yet you get to eat this soup that has bits of meat that, you, you know what? For all you know, that meat in a soup, when you put meat in a soup, the meat can be anything, really. You can't tell. It's, it's being boiled. It's wallowing around in this broth. It, you're tasting all the other spices and the creams and the, everything else put into the soup. You're not tasting the meat. What is the point of putting an endangered... So, as you see, I, I then logically went through this. And a lot of conservatives will tell you, well, you cease to become a liberal when you start to think pragmatically. And that's what conservatives do. They think pragmatically. They don't think emotionally. Which, yeah, that can, be, that can explain both sides of the extremes. But yeah, you can't tell one meat from the other when it's a same thing with like a burrito. You really can't unless you get a delicious al pastor. But then it's, you know, I mean, I've had cabeza and I don't know. I couldn't tell the difference. I'm eating a cow's brain. I don't know. And I should have a cow. Maybe I'll have a cow moo right there. For hey, I just really that irritates me. And I thought about it later and I no disrespect to my great friend Mike But dang it I wish I had this discussion with him This debate with him You cannot <sighs> Poor turtles So Anyway I get You know what Turtle soup was big Because there were a lot of turtles at the time And maybe they weren't in eating the endangered ones I don't know Cafe I don't know I mean cafe anyway Anyway I love that But I do love the fact that oh my gosh oh so the podcast picture well we mentioned cows and cabeza how about we go back let's see three years ago yeah this is almost three years ago to the day back in january of 2015 i was walking my wonderful dog basil the boxer in an area that I last I checked, you can't walk here anymore. I'm not too far actually from where this is. Uh, in Dublin, California, there it used to be a trail. But last time I tried to go on this trail, every fence that would allow you to go onto this trail was locked. And I and it's right next to this area with a lot of homes. And 
I think it's a lot of uppity people, a lot of uppity Bay Area people that do not want people walking on this trail because that would mean the trail is kind of on a hill above their houses and that would mean the people could see into their backyards and I think people got irritated about it so they closed it down which sucks because the trail only opened in 2010 so they have cows that graze on this trail and I got this cool picture of these three cows so you can see that at mikesdailypodcast.com also see the wonderful interviews that or listen to the wonderful interviews that I did I did a whole bunch now the show has been going on now for I think since when did I start this? May? May of 2011. In 2010, I had a different show called Last Place on Earth, which is similar to this show. It was basically this show. But then I said, you know what? Nobody knows what the Last Place on Earth is. I'm going to call this, I'm going to be very explicit with the name. My name is Mike. This is a podcast, and I do it daily, or that's the attempt anyway. And then I changed the name in 2011 And the name has been ever since And there's the website Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And the interviews And I was just thinking I never talk I never talk about the interviews That I've done And I used to really enjoy I would hear music by these bands I download a lot of indie bands There used to be Not some more Well, for example uh, the what's that freaking store with all the hipsters and the the one that you go in and it's way too not anthropology it's like anthropology but the uh, you go in there and they've got like vinyl and they've got these shirts that I, I may have even bought a shirt there I know I bought a hat there Urban Outfitters thank you Urban Outfitters I bought like an eleven dollar hat there that I still have that's very warm and makes me look like a uh, a little too old to be a hipster hipster And the uh, uh, They used to have this thing on their website That I discovered I don't think anybody knew about this It was called Music Mondays And you would click on their website And this Music Mondays link And on Monday They would have like five or six free songs To download for free And I would download those songs And sometimes I would hear something And I'd go this is awesome I wonder, since this band is like nobody knows who this band is, if I would be able to interview them and get them on the show and then play some, one of their songs or something. And that's what I used to do. So I talked to a lot of cool bands back in that time that uh, one, one got really big. I talked to a lot of bands and only one got really big, and that was Saint Motel. They had that song, Gotta Get Up, Gotta Get Up, Move, na 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 na. Uh, I talked to, like, if I go through the A to F section, uh, Ages and Ages, Alyssa Morrissey, beautiful girl. She was actually a country singer. I had a lot of indie rock bands, but, oh, a great guy named Michael Shaw, who's local Bay Area guy, pianist, Billy Joel-esque, Angeline Saris. Now, I met her in person. And she used to be in a all-female Led Zeppelin tribute band, but she just actually resigned from that band, I found out on Facebook. Which is also where I found out about a woman that's in radio that she posts, well, she's in radio, but she also has in her about section on Facebook, 
that she is the manager of her daughter. Yes, she is a showbiz mom, and she's the manager of a daughter, which just of her daughter, which just made me go. It, I cringed a tad because. First off, I don't think anyone should have a manager Managers really don't do anything They are, I guess, your personal assistant They get paid, they get a percentage of your money But the agent, the agent is the one that's actually supposed to go out and get you work The agent is the one that's, that, that gets a percentage But goes out and gets you work So that you, you're getting money And he's getting or she's getting money the manager, I don't know. That's a little more iffy. That this is how I was explained about it. I think my dad explained this to me, being he had been in showbiz all of his life in the movie biz, and so I do not trust managers. And to have your mom as your manager, that's all kinds of trouble. So I saw that and went, "What in radio? Okay. Why I am? Oh, and one other person that I know." And Kevin, who is a, a fan of the show, and I'm a fan of Kevin's, and I, his posts on Facebook have just been busting me up lately. He was talking about the game last night between Russia and Germany. The hockey game in the Olympics was like two countries fighting for a jungle, which I thought was funny. It's a, it was well put, Kevin, well put. And his posts are, are hilarious, and I... Uh, this guy we both know his This guy we know who's He's really into sports He has to comment on any sports game going on And when you read your posts When you read his posts And you are Well, not into sports like myself they, His posts make no sense whatsoever Then this guy, the same guy Posts pictures with porn stars So that's kind of You can't really sh- If you had a girlfriend Unless she was into that sort of thing That's like, yeah, that's my friend So-and-so, he's into porn stars And goes to porn conventions and meets them So he has his own issues He got banned off of Facebook After posting some pictures with the porn stars From Las Vegas But, whatever Cafe whatever Cafe anyway Anyway, And we've been going for how long now? Almost 15 minutes And I haven't gotten to the fact Why I don't date women I, I would love to date women I, I have a friend Who I would love to date Turns out now she's uh, Well, she, she jumps from guy to guy And she's a free spirit And I've been burned by free spirits I don't get I just don't I understand But the thing is I, I'm a romantic I believe in love The amour C'est Boy, I tried to speak French and I don't think I said anything there just then But what happens is I'll meet a, ye- uh, a yeti I mean a lady Maybe I'll meet a lady that's a yeti And let's say I meet this ye- yeti lady And we uh, By the way I was watching on YouTube As per usual I was watching stuff on Disneyland and Disney World And this special I watched I don't know how old it is But they were talking about How they were going to make At that Disney World Park The one that's all about animals Animal Kingdom or whatever they call it Um, That they were going to make This roller coaster 
that had a big Yeti in it. And they mentioned how they have a Yeti at the one in uh, Anaheim, the Matterhorn. And Yeti is just the greatest word ever. But uh, it is, I thought, have they even made that ride yet? Why haven't I heard? I don't think I've heard anything about that. But my point being that, so I love, I love women and but the thing is like what what can be very attractive is when an attractive woman likes you right and what happens is though sometimes when that happens you you have to be careful when you're falling in love with someone that you're not putting on the glasses right the uh the the beer the barrel beer the beer barrel glasses the you know the bottom of the barrel glasses the beer bottle glasses that's what i'm saying and rose-colored glasses, and you don't see them because you're in love. A lot of people do this. You don't see them for what they really are. And then all of a sudden, bam, it hits you like like a ton of bricks, like a bunch of things falling down on top of you. And you go, oh, my God. And, and the realization, I've had that happen so many times, where I suddenly go, like this, ha- this last time it happened was with a girl I met on a dating website that rhymes with OKCupid. Okay and she was very nice and friendly and we went out on a date we met and and uh, we just talked and had dinner and dessert and and then uh, she drove off and that was it but nobody went over to anybody's houses or anything and then i didn't talk to her for a while and she said something on Facebook and I commented on it. And then she started texting me like, oh my God, you commented on a Facebook post. And this is after a month after we dated. And I guess I wasn't that into her. I don't know what happened. And then she's like, do you want to get dinner? And I go out to dinner with her. And then we start getting romantic. And, and she's all friendly and nice. And about a Two or three dates in All of a sudden she becomes I guess her real self She brings down the guard You know And becomes herself And she was not On the inside Very nice And so I was What happened? It's happened again Is what's happened And I said to myself Never again Never This has happened to me Countless times And I'm done with it I I am not that stupid I should be able to see through the fluff, the BS, and I mean brilliant sunshine that is sent through their beauty, the beautiful sunshine, the beautiful BS that clouds my judgment, and I'm not going to do that anymore. So that is why I have been hesitating with dating the women, and oh, but Mike, you should just go have fun. Just, just go get some crazy you-know-what. Just do that. No. No. I'm, I am done. I, I don't have the patience for the crazy you-know-what. I want to... I don't know what I want. And thus, I'm not dating. The end. But let's j- jump over to the beautiful Kelsey Harkness. Who is she? Oh, she was the innocent bystander sitting right next to the woman... Who had a, a lot to say at the CPAC meeting yesterday. Oh, I have this saved. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, first off, before we jump off of that, this. When Walt Disney World opened, Walt Disney 
parks, whenever they have a new thing, whenever they open a new park, like when they opened the Disney California, they do these big specials on TV that feature a lot of stars. It's the grand opening of Walt Disney World, featuring guests like John Denver. To do with what I will. Well, that's not Jen, John Denver. Julie Andrews. Oh, the hilarious Bob Hope. By Pluto. <laughs> and who could watch a special without Gilligan? I see the. The legs here are in... Oh, wait, that's not Gilligan. That's John Winters. This is bad quality video. And I love this campsite. It's just fantastic. Margaret, come on. Get a hold of yourself. Here, let's let's get up. You've got to straighten up here a little bit. Oh, this is... And then they have all this dancing going on. Where's the dancing? I want the dancing. The dancing I saw was just horrid. What is he saying? Oh, that's Glenn Campbell. Such a talent. Why is he doing this? He needed the money. And now he's in heaven. And he's going, eh. Don't cash your chips and keep Here. winning Now they're dancing. What the? Okay. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the Super Secret Sunday show. Help out the show through mikesdailypodcast.com. It's the uh, wonderful website that features all the past shows and podcast pictures like of cows. And it also features the wonderful uh, past interviews that I've done. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to play. Okay. So did you hear about this? I'm disappointed in people on our side. Okay. This For is conservative writer Mona, Mona Charon. Uh, sexual harassers and abusers of women who are in our party who are sitting in the White House. At CPAC yesterday. About their extramarital affairs, who brag about mistreating women. And sitting right next to her is this gorgeous, unbelievable, legs going up into the heavens, blonde with glasses, my weakness, named Kelsey Harkness. And I looked up this girl, this 20-something, What's the deal? Who is she? Why are there so many hot conservatives? Hot blonde conservatives. And she, I look her up, and she's got a podcast. So I look up the pod. You can't find her podcast. It just says on her bio she has a podcast. Where is it? I don't know. I looked it up on, I look her up on Twitter. All there is on her Twitter feed is other people posting stuff on her Twitter feed that she knows. Or she retweets other people. She doesn't say anything. She's just this opportunistic hottie who's found a niche because if she's conservative, that means all these old white racist men are going to see her and go, I'm married, been married for 50 years to this ogre, and look at her. Ooh, hotsy-totsy. Hotsy-mochi. mochi And so here is Mona Charon, who's older, who has seen life, who has worked out logistically, phonetically, uh, smartly, all the things in the world. She's conservative, but hey, wait a minute. 
What's going on with the conservative values of the party that I believe in? What's going on with this double standard of of uh, hey, we can yell all about Al Franken being this pervert and he should be out of out of the uh, Senate, etc. And yet we want Roy Moore to be governor of Alabama, that crazy Republican of uh, uh, youngster molesting jerk. And abusers of women who are in our party, who are sitting in the White House, who brag about their extramarital affairs, who brag. Okay, right at this point, right at that point, Kelsey Harkness, hottie Kelsey Harkness, looks so uncomfortable. She's like, How am I? I'm sitting here. I am getting the residual fire. The, the, I'm, I'm too close to this. I want to get up and leave right now. As fast as my hot legs will take me, I, I, oh. Uh. about mistreating women. And because he happens to have an R after his name, we, we look the other way, we don't complain. Um, this, is, this is a party that was ready to um, endorse, the Republican Party endorsed Roy Moore uh, for the Senate in the state of Alabama, even though he- Okay, there's a hottie next to Kelsey Harkness. There's a lot of hotties on this panel. Oh, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. We're outside now. And that's how it should be, my friend, being outside, great outdoors, talking about uh, molesters. But Mona Charon, oh, the, the, the girl in pink next to Kelsey Harkness, she is shaking her head like, yeah, I'm agreeing what Mona's saying here. He was a credible- Kelsey Harkness, however, is, wait a minute, I appeal to hardcore conservatives and I'm uh, in this short skirt. I want to be on Fox accused child molester. You cannot claim that you stand for women. Okay, now you got all the southern fat women in the audience going, not true. Roy Moore was an excellent candidate. Those women with their allegations, they were liars. All of them liars. And, and put up with that. Mona Charon is having to shake her head and go, oh God, oh man. I guess I, I've read the level, I've read this audience wrong. The level of this crowd is crap. Well, you know, this is, this is a really interesting point because this, there's been this, this and there are many. Um, Lock her up, lock her up. But, there have been there's been this explosion of sexual harassment. So that's the I don't know the name of her. Uh, the the one who was holding who was. It took me forever, by the way, to find out who that girl, that Kelsey Harkness was the name of the lady sitting next to Mona Charon. I don't know who is actually. But okay, so then Mona uh, calls out uh, Marie Le Pen's daughter and that Marine Le Pen. What are you even saying, woman shouting in the audience? Shut up. From France. I think the only reason she was here is because the the daughter of Marine Le Pen was there at CPAC. From France. I think the only reason she was here is because she's named Le Pen. And the Le Pen name is a disgrace. Her grandfather is a racist and a Nazi. She claimed. Four guys in the audience clapped when she said that. 
the daily whatever tried to track down those guys that were clapping and they were gone from the audience once because they knew they were going to get in trouble <laughs> for applauding Mona Charon. Okay. that she stands. Mona Charon was then escorted out by several security guards. For him. <laughs> and, and the fact that CPAC invited her is a disgrace. <laughs> well. Yeah, lock her up. What? Huh? God. Okay, I have, I have just completely, I know, I know. Oh, Amy Shively Hawk, who's also on C-SPAN. I think you can find that panel I just was telling you about on C-SPAN. Um, Amy Shively Hawk, who I see on C-SPAN all the time now, talking about her late father that was in the Vietnam War. She's lovely, and I wanted to point that out, as well as that Imagine Dragons video is cool. The one, the last two they did, one is for uh, Thunder. Oh my gosh, there's some double jointed dancing in that that I don't think anyone should do, but it looks amazing. It looks dangerous though. Like you put your arm next uh, in your ear hole and you'll be stuck like that. Uh, But then they have this other one called Whatever It Takes and they're suddenly underwater, then they're on fire. It's amazing. I love it. Okay, I think I've covered everything. Woohoo! Woo! Everything was covered on Mike's Daily Podcast except for Lanny Davis, who I also saw on C-SPAN. Lanny Davis is someone who is very much in the belief, hates uh, James Comey because James Comey said, oh my gosh, there's some more emails we got to look at that concern Hillary Clinton just before the election. He says, because of that, Hillary lost the election. And that echoes what Trump said when he fired James Comey, which has gotten Trump into a bunch of hot water. But look up that interview, Lanny Davis. uh, He wrote this whole thing about that. That's the crux of his book, his latest book. And he was taking on, it was a live show, and people were asking him questions and, and, and accusing him of being the puppet for liberal left lefties. And, uh, he, you know, he admitted he likes Bernie Sanders, but he said no. Uh, Hillary Clinton beat Hil- uh, Bernie, and despite what, whatever controversies happened. But it was fascinating to hear him talk. So Lanny Davis, and he has a lot to say about how... Uh, James Comey messed up everything and that's and that's what the Republicans believe too so James Comey not the best place to be at Garrison Keillor described several sexual misconduct uh, suggestive emails he exchanged with a former researcher Garrison Keillor used to host the Prairie Home Companion show which then Chris Thiele took over to make a show called Live From Here. Um, it, he said, uh, Garrison Keillor described several sexually suggestive emails he exchanged with a former researcher who accused him of sexual misconduct. He described those emails as romantic writing that never resulted in a physical relationship. And the radio host rejected the idea that because he was her boss and the driving force of a hugely popular radio program, it could be sexual harassment. The woman responded via her attorney that Garrison Keillor's power over her job made her 
afraid to say no to him. Then the political end to the Olympics, North Korea offers talks with the U.S. as the Olympic Games come to an end today. The uh, overtly political 2018 Winter Olympics closed today very much as they began with humanity's finest athletes marching. Senior North Korean official Kim Jong-chol, North South Korean President Moon Jae-in, and U.S. presidential advisor and first daughter Ivanka Trump sat in two rows of seats behind the Olympic ring, meant to represent a com- competition of peace and international unity. In close proximity, though with no apparent communication between Trump and Kim, they watched a spirited, elaborate show that concluded the Pyeongchang Games. North Korea has ample intention of holding talks with the United States, according to the office, uh, the pre- South Korea's presidential office. North's, the North's delegation also agreed that South-North relations and U.S.-North Korean relations should be improved together. Moon's office said uh, the leader of South Korea. International Olympic Committee President Thomas Bach, just before declaring the Games closed, addressed the two Korea's cooperation at the closing ceremony, saying the Olympic Games are an homage to the past and act and, and, and an act of faith for the future. With your joint march, you have shared your faith in a peaceful future with all of us. You have shown our sports bring people together in our fragile world. You have shown how sports build bridges. And that my friend, is fascinating because Olympics have divided, in my lifetime, have divided Jimmy Carter pulling uh, the U.S. out of the Olympics because of Russia being there, Russia pulling themselves out of the Olympics, I forget which games that was, and on and on and on, and then uh, going back to World War II and Hitler, uh, you know, with being at the games as it was hosted in Berlin, was it? Somewhere in Germany. Oh, but this is interesting. We shall see if it makes for peace in our world. Interesting, as we were wrapping up the show, conservatives amplified Russian trolls 30 times more often than liberals did in 2016 on Twitter um, to retweet Russian trolls. According to a new study from researchers at the University of Southern California, It traced Russian efforts to influence America's 2016 presidential campaign via Twitter using 45 million million election-related tweets generated by 5.7 million users in a one-month period ahead of the election. Researchers delved into what information was spread by trolls who spread it and how many times those tweets were shared. It's interesting that people will retweet something that they think is, oh, nobody else is seeing this. They've got to see this. Nobody else knows about this. That's why no one ever retweets my shows because they know everybody else knows about it. So two incidents hit the Miami Herald in recent days that demonstrate new tactics by those seeking to discredit mainstream media. And they augur what experts say are dark days in the battle between credible news and misinformation. Both incidents, of course, after the high school shooting in Parkland, Florida. In the first incident, 
Someone used a software tool to create two fake Twitter posts that looked like they came from the account of Alex Harris, a Herald reporter preparing tributes to the slain students. One fake post asked for photos of dead bodies at the school and another asked if the shooter was white. The reporter almost immediately began getting angry messages. In the second incident, someone used a software to create a phony Miami Herald story in the high tension after the Parkland shooting saying that a Miami-Dade middle school faced threats of potentially catastrophic events on an upcoming, uh, on upcoming dates, indicating that a new mass shooting was coming. Um, and that was passed along on Twitter and Snapchat. So more, and they have already found that Russian bots are posting insightful uh, uh, comments that lead back to the shooting as well. But let's go back to the Olympics. NBC's $12 billion investment is looking riskier. Uh, they paid for the rights for the next four Olympics three years. Uh, in 2011, they paid for the rights for the next four Olympics. Three years later, it bought another six for $7.7 billion. The deals look to many like a sure thing. Now they have started looking like they could end up being more of a burden than a boon. For years, uh, the conventional wisdom was that people would tune into this sort, but in 2012, viewership of the London Games was up. But in the past two years, it, sports have fallen victim to the same trends, plaguing the broader industry. I don't know about this article because I knew a lot of people that were into the Olympics this year. So shut up, CNN. That's where that came from. Emergency dispatchers in Elk Grove and Sacramento County are seeking an influx, are seeing an influx of false alarms. 911 calls from app from an Apple repair and refurbishing center off Laguna Boulevard in Sacramento. Okay, we'll jump through that, get past that. Uh, North Korea reportedly willing to conduct talks with the U.S. at the end of the Olympics, as I was mentioning earlier. And after a testy call, however, not talking with Trump will be the Mexican president, Enrique Peña Nieto. Uh, he that was scuttled this week after a testy call between the two leaders ended in an impasse over Trump's promised border. Oh, uh, well, that's the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. We did a lot, didn't we? Okay. Enjoy the cow picture. Enjoy the, the Yeti. Enjoy the barrel that you're using to see your loved one. Oh, hopefully you see them for who they are. And I think that's what makes a good relationship is that you, you know what? There's some stuff you don't want to see, I understand, but you know, if you really love them, if you really love them, then you'll be Stevie Wonderful together forever. Have a great day. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.